Lying in the mountains of Sichuan province, the Dujiangyan irrigation system is regarded as an ancient engineering marvel. Built in 250 BC, it naturally channels water from the Min River during times of flood, serving to protect the local area from flooding and provide water to the Chengdu Basin, an area of rich farmland and intense productivity. What, what Dujiangyan does is it pretty much harvests the water. It doesn't constipate the, the river like, like a dam does. It just takes off the surplus, redirects it during the flood season, um, and then lets everything through for the rest of the time. So you, you don't really block up uh, the river, so uh, fish can migrate as normal, um, and yet these dikes, these waterways, uh, will channel off um, excess water to be used on cropland. And this is very important for China's civilization and China's history because um, it was spectacularly successful uh, and it allowed that area around Chengdu to become a very vibrant agricultural center uh, and as a result a very strong economy. So it, it's hugely important for all those reasons and has been incredibly durable. Uh, more than 2,000 years it's been in place. It still works. So for countless reasons, as a spectacularly important part of, of China's heritage. Just a few kilometers upstream from Dujiangyan lies the Zipingpu Dam, one of over 25,000 large dams in China, which are providing hydroelectric power to a nation hungry for energy. This energy comes with a price, however. By building a great big dam, just upstream of Dujiangyan, you're completely changing the flow of, of water coming down the Min River. And therefore the whole point, the whole magnificent design of, of the Dujiangyan irrigation system, which is a World Heritage Site, it becomes a bit pointless because the river flow is now completely different. So it's now more of a, a, a tourist site than a, than a really important way of controlling the water of the, of the Sichuan Basin. Um, but you see that dam, the height of it, I mean, it's, it's uh, hundreds of feet high. Of course, nothing, no, no fish or, or amphibians or anything can, can go backwards or forwards past that dam. Uh, you know, in, in Europe or America, people usually build fish ladders or some, something to allow the aquatic life to bypass these, these dams. But in China, there's usually no, no such thing. So that is a big problem. In China, dam building uh, and controlling the rivers has been an essential part of leadership for thousands of years. Uh, the, the, the whole idea of the mandate of heaven is that uh, you can control nature, uh, or at least that you have nature on your side. Uh, and so leaders who uh, were unable to help their people through floods that come every year in the south, or through droughts that are a regular occurrence in the north. These leaders were considered perhaps to have lost the mandate of heaven, and of course when you have devastating floods or terrible droughts, there is a, form, there is a greater tendency towards sort of political instability. China has always tried to tame the waters, but it's generally, um, in, in, in ancient times, tried to do so by using the waters rather than just blocking them. Uh, and the, the very interesting thing about uh, that particular part of Sichuan is that within the space of about five or ten kilometers, so very nearby, you have 
Du Jiangyuan, one of the world's biggest, most modern hydroelectric dams, blocking the water. And then, not too far away, you have the waterworks at Du Jiangyuan, uh, which is the sort of more Taoist, old-style um, form of hydroengineering that doesn't actually block the waterway, but allows the water to be harvested and channeled and for fish to migrate back and forth. Uh, and the contrast between the two is really quite striking. But artificial wetlands are not always bad. I mean, many of the, the great wetlands in, in the world are, like Barakpur in India, you know, this is a globally significant Asian wetland. It's a reservoir. It's, it's completely artificial. So, you know, with the right sort of design, if people know they want to build a reservoir, you can do it in, a, in the right way or the wrong way. You can make it a really bio-friendly reservoir. Could be, could be great for wildlife. The challenge in the future is there's still a plan for a second dam, and that second dam uh, would completely submerge Du Jiangyan. And so far, that's been held up. Um, conservationists within China have said you cannot destroy this piece of natural heritage. You must cherish it and save it. So for the moment, that, that plan is on hold. But they're there, and there's still people who want to build that dam.